Hello and welcome to the Codex Prime Podcast. We are on episode 356 and it is Tuesday, February 27, 2024. I am your host, Victor Omoyo. And with me as as always is my co-host and social media chair, Carl Bird. What's happening, everybody? That's right. We are back. Uh, once again, another another week of nerd goodness. We'll be uh, chatting about you know various things. Um, our main topic, uh, we'll be talking about uh, vintage stores that we remember. Uh, from way back in the day, and uh, you know who knows, we'll probably branch off into different uh, subtopics uh, from that subject. So, like all the stores that you know you remember, if you were of a certain age, uh, you just remember from back in the day. Some stores of which you know are still around today; others have uh, faded away into uh, memories. But we'll we'll talk we'll we'll talk a bit about that. Some some nerds some nerd stores of of your. Um, uh, like electronics boutique among others so mm. yeah we'll 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 chat about that later on and so, as well as some other stuff but before uh we do that uh, as carl is sharing the episode uh we're on facebook live uh, we just want to say uh, a big big shout out to all of you our viewers and listeners for you know taking time to listen to our show uh, or watching our show on facebook live uh, and uh dropping comments uh, in our live feed or just, you know, catching us on uh, Spotify or, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know, just thank you for, uh, you know, continuing uh, being on this uh, this nerd train with us, you know, as we as we as we time moves forward and as we keep doing our thing. Uh, yeah, man, it is it is it is good times, you know, um, you know, uh, as Carl is sharing the episode, I do want to say that today has been a good day. Uh, for me, um, because because I would you, would you like to eat? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I would I would very much like some yeets yeets because yeah. you know today yeah. uh, Tuesday yeah. February twenty seven yeah. twenty twenty four yeah. is the Criterion Collection yeah. flash sale. Yeah. That's right. Twenty four hours, uh, from uh from twelve from twelve noon today to twelve noon tomorrow. Yeet. Criterion dot com. You can get all sorts of films, Blu Ray, four K, DVD, fifty percent off. Earthing. Yeet. And uh, I did put in an order, so I got some some new films coming in. Oh, <laughs> did. I gotta ask you. So you texted me this earlier. Yeah. And I said, I bet you have a spreadsheet ready. Mm-hmm. Are you actually for real with that? Not a spreadsheet, but I have it in my notes app. <laughs> uh I had a list of uh criterions that I was I was I had my eye on and uh I got and I got all I got all the ones that I wanted. So um so uh, you know, I, and, and luckily enough, Criterion last week they sent me a ten dollar coupon, uh, coupon code, and then back in um, December, they had also sent a, another ten dollar coupon code for their thirty percent off sale in December. So I was like, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hang on to this because I have a feeling that they're gonna have another flash sale in February. So I was able to get twenty dollars knocked off my order. So I was able to sneak in one extra film on there. So uh, yeah. So <laughs> that was a big one. <laughs> <laughs> so I was able to 
to to snag some goodies. So they'll be coming in this week. So next week I'll bring in all of that Criterion goodness that you can just you know rub all over your body. Now it's gonna get weird. Now it's gonna get weird. Oh yes, you know, it's it's like it's like soul. Gonna let you have it. It's like soul glow for your chest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't even. Yeet. I don't even know what I'm saying. You, you kind of just went off the rails in this. But uh, but welcome to John Haponic. John Haponic, it, it is so good to hear from you. Like no super villain talk. Like I feels like I have not heard from you in a long time. Mm. It is very good to hear from you. I hope you are well. I hope your wife is well. I hope baby Jubilee is well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Hope you're hanging in there. Uh, he asks if Suicide Squad got the Criterion treatment. No, it doesn't. Uh, it does not deserve the Criterion treatment. Yes, um, sweet backs, baby back ribs, can get in it. Sweet, sweet backs, bad fucking movie. No, yeah. If that can get in there, I'm pretty sure Suicide Squad would. I mean, like, I know Sweetback is in there for historical, for its historical importance, but, you know, the movie is still disgusting, and, yeah. Um, I don't think I've ever seen Mario Van Peebles in a nude scene, and yeah. of all movies that he possibly could have had a nude scene that I've never seen, yeah. I, it, that's the only one I see. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's burned in my brain. Yeah. It's, uh, I hate it. I, I hate it too. I, I, I hate you. Sometimes I kind of hate you for it. Look, man. I, look, man. I didn't make the movie. I mean, shit. Like, like uh, hey, d- hey, blame his dad. His dad was so... His his dad was such a renegade. He was like, you know what? Let me let me let me put my thirteen year old son in this movie in a nude scene with a prostitute to to just to make the origin story for my sweet sweetback's badass character, and and the whole movie, man. Like like taking the time to watch the movie itself, it's just incomprehensible. Like like the editing, the editing is so bad. Like. Okay, I, I understand. I understand. Like its place in history. Like, yeah, it launched black the black exploitation genre and all this. Oh, that's the first one. Yeah, it was the first one. Because back then, I'm glad the bar was raised. Oh yeah, yeah. Because like, because you know, like the next year. Jones. <laughs> I that's the one thing I do. I yeah. love these names of like the yeah. like the names of like these characters: Black Belt Jones, yep. Cleopatra Jones, mm-hmm. um, Shaft. Yep, Dolomite. <laughs> Don't, I'm like, like you just look at him like some of these names like y'all are just cool as fuck. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like we got we got all those names. Uh, Foxy Brown. Uh, yeah, man. It's coffee. coffee yep. Coffee. Superfly. Yeah, yeah. All, all these names. I mean, like I, I will say, like you know, I'll say sweet sweetback in the in the black exploitation genre. Historically, it crawled, and then Shaft walked. And then Foxy Brown and and all the rest of them ran, uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll, I'd give more credit to Shaft because Shaft was the one that really took it to new heights, you know. But but yeah, um, but yeah, uh, Criterion Sale. Oh my God, it's so good. We should really do an episode dedicated to the black exploitation era. We should. We should. There's. I know there's a lot of movies that I have. I still haven't seen in the black exploitation genre. I've, I've seen. I've seen a good amount. 
But yeah, we should. There, there's... there is one that I want to see with Glenn Thurman in it. Uh, is that um, JD's Revenge? I want to say I want to say that's it. I've seen a clip of that. I've seen a clip of that. I know. I know. Um, I think Ghostface Killer sampled a a line from it from off Iron Man. I think. And he's like, "Yep, yeah, that's right." Ah, Joe Woman. <laughs> he kills the guy. Yeah, yeah. That's that's what that's what that's what he did. Uh yeah, like yeah, I like to do a black exploitation episode. Of, hey, maybe we can get uh the the good brothers from Buffalo Pop Stew on there. And and speaking of Pop Stew, you know, shout outs to them uh for their latest episode. Um where, where they where, I love them. I love those boys so much. I love them so much. <laughs> oh my gosh. The, the latest episode they talked about uh Marlon Wayne's shitty comic Super book. Super bad James died on my I read it. Okay, you know what? Yeah, well, well, you know, well, hopefully Pops will 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 drop in the chat. But tell me, Carl, tell me your experience reading this dumbass book. I understood. I like. I knew what I was getting into, mm-hmm. just by the name of it. Just by the name of it, yep. and my and the Waynes being attached to it. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And. Uh, I it just it had its moments, but uh-huh. yeah, it was definitely one. It was definitely a fucking. It was ridiculous. It's like so ridiculous that it's it. It was funny. Like I laughed because of how ridiculous it was. Yeah, well, well, that makes one of us. I'm sitting there like this is real. I'm like, this is really a thing. <laughs> I'm just laughing like, yo, this is this. Is, I'm like, I I just. When it comes to that character, because you know how like Marlon's always been very animated with his car- with his comedy and stuff, yeah. so it's like I right, I I expect this from him, and then it's just all right. Well, I looked at the cover price; it was thirteen ninety nine. I'm like, eh, I'm glad I only paid five. Yeah, yeah, I still think five was too high for that book. But uh, what did what did you think of the uh, the artwork? It was. It, I, I felt. Honestly, it did feel like it felt black exploitation is mm-hmm. like I get it's not I know it's not a word, but it's just like the best way I can describe it. It it, mm-hmm. it did remind it reminded me of those like velvet paintings from back in the day that your uncle who was cool back then mm-hmm. still tries to hide on hold on to that coolness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like wearing the same yellow suit mm-hmm. and walking out on the street. Yeah. Like he's cool as hell. Mm-hmm. Then the freaking goldfish breaks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I'm going to get you, sucker. Yeah. Oh, man, Antonio Fogas. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, it just, you know, a lot of the characters is like look like him and those faces that he'd be making and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yeah, that's kind of just it. Yep. That That's what it was. And I'm like, all right, well, let me just, let me get through this and... Yeah, I was just like, yeah, this is this is so ridiculous that I had to laugh. I laughed at it, not with it. Okay, okay, I I, th- I think that's definitely reasonable. Yeah. Laughing at the book moment, a couple of moments here and there, but it was, but yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah, ridiculous is uh, 
is definitely the word. Yeah, I don't hate it, but I don't like it. Okay. All right, that's fair. Um, you So you're kind of lukewarm on the whole yeah. thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, 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 I'll, and I'll say this. Uh, Determined, sorry. Yeah. Um, I'll say that it, uh, it's good that uh, that was the one and only comic book that. You know they were going to make that into a movie? Oh, I, I bet they, they were. No, there was a. I looked it up on Wikipedia, and it was mm. like there was. It was pitched to be a movie, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't think it just never like took off. So. That's that's a good thing. <laughs> that's a good thing. It's bad. It's bad enough that white chicks is in the world, you know. White chicks are wrong. Luke Gossett Jr. Is still around. Oh yeah, yeah. This <laughs> Officer and a gentleman. <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's good. That's good that you uh, you you read it, you got it out of your system. Um, now you're the proud, I guess, owner of it. Will you hang it up on your wall? If I had the, ch- it's trade, so and CGC doesn't really do trades. So yeah, maybe maybe uh, maybe if the Waynes show up at at Comic Con this year, maybe we can get them to sign it. I don't know. Yeah, why not? Yeah, to tell him I said that that book sucks. <laughs> well, we go to Comic Con, so you'll be able to tell him they damn suck. <laughs> oh God, super bad, James right? <laughs> but uh, anyway, um, yeah, Carl, uh, what 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 you got for us well, this week? Um, uh, I'm actually in the middle of this. I was trying to, I was hoping I would finish it, but then I just wanted, to be, I just ended up getting lazy and started. Playing. Spider-Man. Okay. So, even though my form February is done, it's one of, it, it, Spider-Man is just one of those games, like, if you just start playing it, mm-hmm. you have to 100% it. <laughs> and you feel happy to do it every time. I mean, yeah, it's uh, it's that game. I, I'm, I'm patiently waiting for the DLC. Yeah. Don't even know what it's going to be about. Yeah. But I'm reviewing, I'm reading uh, Predator's Last Hunt. I'm using the bag and board as a bookmark. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously done by 20th Century Studios, which is a division of Marvel, which is kind of like the not Disney version. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was written by Ed Brisson, and uh, the art is by Francisco Mana. Mm-hmm. And uh, so it's a revenge story following uh, Theta, who's the main character of the story and who's her, her family was just brutally killed by predators. So she's been driven with, you know, hate and revenge for that. Mm-hmm. But years later, you know, her ship's starting to run low. Her, you know, well, yeah, her ships is running low. Food supplies is running low. Is it, you know, she's barely holding it together, mm-hmm. but she's still on the mission. Okay. To finally get that last fight with predator. And, in this issue, how it start, you know, how it starts off, her partner just gives her, um, like this device to kill herself with. Mm-hmm. So she says, "If there's ever a chance, I'm going to beat him. And if there's ever a chance, he's about to get that satisfaction. He beats me, and is ready to kill me. And you know how the predator just they love to hunt. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not. I'm gonna off myself. I am not gonna give him that satisfaction. Mm. Okay. If I'm gonna go, if He's going to take me out. I'm not even going to let him. I'm going to go out how I want to. Okay. So I know that he didn't do it. Okay. All right. 
that's pretty much where I'm at in the in the book so far. So um so I'm like and I think and usually like these predator stories are kind of short uh they're short stories. Yeah. So it's probably be like six issues at best. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'll uh, definitely uh I'll definitely finish uh read that up. And I've also in one of my eBay hunts Power Man and Iron Fist number 50. Okay. Which is the first team up of Power Man and Iron Fist. Okay. So uh yeah, it was a I was actually a solid find. I actually I think I bid for that one and got it for a decent price. Mm. So um on Friday, man, I'm gonna tell you, let me tell you something about my weekend. Yeah. I went into this weekend thinking I was completely like gonna have a nice easy weekend. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do except for Chuck and Brad's uh, show that I'm going to get into later on. Yep. Nope, I got booked like crazy, like all weekend. <laughs> Which, you know, I'm never complaining about. Big shout out to Escada Restaurant restaurant and Bar mm-hmm. in uh, Johnston. Okay. I'll try them out. Yeah, their beefs, their teriyaki sticks are fire. Okay. So, um, but on Friday, I actually end up uh, being interviewed by uh, Sean Perry from Geek Bar. We met over at uh, New England Fan Fest and he asked to, asked to interview me and he he followed through. So we set that up. It was really cool. It was really cool to, um, to talk to him. Talking about like, you know, the podcasting, you know, talking about the podcasting world and mm-hmm. basically the world of uh, content creating, um, how... Codex started. Uh, how I'm still, I still hold the distinction of the daddy of the UWO. <laughs> yeah, I mean, facts, facts are facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell, <laughs> tell me when I'm telling lies. <laughs> uh, oh, my tricep. Sorry, I, I tried to raise my arm, but my tricep tore on me. Fucking drew back at that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Yo, tell me his social media game is not on point. Hey, hey, Drew McIntyre, he's, he's he's taking that player hater of the year he is, to new heights. Yo, Silky Johnson level. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's going to really... He dedicated his match to CM, his WrestleMania match <laughs> to CM Punk and posted a picture of him teary-eyed. Nice. Yo, yeah, he's really going to shitpost his way to the world title. And I love it. I, I'm for it. Yeah. I'm for it because here's the thing. <laughs> When it when he come when Punk comes back, mm-hmm. tell me that storyline ain't gonna be dope. Bar for bar, bar for bar on the mic, absolutely. Oh my god! On the mic, absolutely. Like it's gonna be like great television. Question is though, can Punk stay healthy for it? Can he stay healthy? That's the that's gonna be the difference maker. I don't know. On the mic, absolutely, but in the ring, I don't know. Yeah. Hey, they this will. I'm gonna be honest with you. Promos have evolved. They certainly have. They're literally like I'm literally watching promos, mm. like battle raps. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way of looking at them. Oh, absolutely. Like when I told when I told you about the Gunther promo to Jay Uso. Yep. He was like, "Yo, you have won all these accolades, but only did fifty percent of the work." Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep, yeah. Hey, that was not that was no lie. It wasn't, but it was good. Yeah, 
Yeah. And when you think about it with with Jay Uso, mm-hmm. uh you know, his brother Jimmy cost him the oh, yeah. he cost him the whole grand slam. Think about it. Jay Uso, Jimmy Uso cost Jay the the, the undisputed title, mm-hmm. the intercontinental title, mm-hmm. the US title. I think like twice for all all all, all of those belts, singles belts. So Jay Uso could have been a two-time Grand Slam champion technically if it wasn't for his brother. Yo, that, <laughs> if they do that entrance that I played for you, oh man, Philly would be on their feet. On their feet, when you, the building will collapse. Yeah, that whole stadium, man. And it will collapse, singing "Dreams and Nightmares." Mm. That would be a fire entrance. Oh my God. Yeah, but yeah, that's your story right there, man. Jimmy, yeah, there we go. Yeah, Jimmy's so jealous. He, he's like, you know what? I don't want my brother. I don't. I don't want to see my brother be more successful than me holding singles gold. So yeah. I'm gonna hold him back. There it is. There, there's your story. Yeah. One wearing red, the other one wearing blue. Yep. Yeet versus no yeet. yeet. <laughs> I'm sorry, Eddie, but WWE's cooking. WWE is cooking. Yeah. Oh, you, did you say sorry, Eddie? Yeah. Eddie's not. He's not. He's, he's a. He's. T- well, I, I I will say to uh to our to our good brother uh UWR brother Eddie Ortiz, uh Eddie um even though you may be on your uh anti WWE kick you may be the uh what was it tribalist chief tribalism chief it sounds like Eddie you need some adrenaline in your soul oh damn you know every thought out of control mm. out the curtain lights go up I'm home. Whoa! I live for that shit. Come on, Eddie. How can you not live for that shit? Whoa! Listen, the most over babyface in professional wrestling. Name a babyface in AEW that is uh, that is as over that has the crowd in the palm of their hands, behind their back, one hundred and ten percent, like Mister Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. I'll wait. And as I mentioned, I I did mention this to you before. <laughs> Um, so somebody put out an interesting tweet. Yeah. And I did share it with the All Turns Heels Heels group. So somebody tweeted, describe Cody Rhodes and his WWE story. Mm -hmm. A man born into into a royal family who once fled his home to find himself after losing him. After losing his father, mm-hmm. several years later, he returned home to reconcile his trauma and claim his throne. Mm. That's Lion King. That's Lion King. Yeah. Simba. Yeah. The king has, has returned. returned. <laughs> What's the name of his song? What's the name of his theme song? Kingdom. <laughs> Yo. It all fits, man. It does. Listen. Listen, Cody solved racism in AEW. He will solve the bloodline. <laughs> but here's the, oh god, the bar that Cody said. You don't have to worry. Tell the bloodline they don't have to worry about hunting me. Hmm. I'm hunting them. Yeah. I was like, damn. Hmm. It's cooking right now. They're all cooking. Then, then, and yes. here's the thing: it's like, they, they, just just the pieces of the puzzle. They do, they're playing chess. Yeah, yeah, they're 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 they're. Cody pl- Luther King will save us. 
That's right. That's right. <laughs> no, they even put the cast. Mufasa was Dusty. Mm-hmm. Scar is Roman. Mm-hmm. The hyenas are Heyman, Jimmy, and Solo. Yep. Nala is Brandy. Yep. And the Young Bucks are Timon and Pumbaa. There you go. Yeah, the EVPs. Remember, the, Cody teamed up with them mm-hmm. while he was away. Who did Simba hang out with while he was away? Ah, uh, them Bucks. It's It was just like, yo. And the Lion King still... I, I, Still the best Disney movie. Disney animated movie. You know what? You know what? That and Beauty and the Beast, it's it's right there. Side by side. We used to argue with a certain somebody about this all the time. Well, we always took the side of Lion King and what did that was? Oh, I think was it Aris? No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh <laughs> Yeah, Aladdin. What that was? That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Right, your your laughter's being <laughs> worth it. But uh, but yeah. Um, the Rock is just another mountain to climb. It's like that final. Hmm. Okay, Mortal Kombat two. Mm-hmm. Remember how you had to get the you had to get through, well, Mortal Kombat. You had to get through Goro or Kentaro. Yep. To get to Shang Tsung. Yep. That's all that the rock is. Yeah, the rock's that sub that mini boss. Yeah, that's that somehow is just harder than the main one. Yeah. Yeah, you can say you can definitely say that. You know, uh, you know, Dwayne uh is is he's gonna flex his Hollywood muscle, you know. That, that's the story. Yeah. That's the story. He's flexing his Hollywood muscle yep. to the point where like Cody will overcome that, but yet You know, he overcomes that, but he creates mm. their story. Yeah. Yeah. And he, it's going to put, it's going to put Cody. Cody's going to get the confetti. Oh, absolutely. They he, do it every 10 years. They do it every 10 WrestleManias. Yep. Yeah. Brett got it at 10. That that crowning moment. Oh, yeah. The crowning moment has happened every 10 WrestleManias. That's right. Brett in 10. Yep. Name redacted. <laughs> Name redacted in 20. Yep. Uh, actually, let me do that over. Brett yeah. and 10. Yep. Da-na-na-na-na. 20. <laughs> yep. Such a good song, too. God damn it. Yeah, I know. Uh, Daniel Bryan in 30. Yep. There you go. Cody in 40. Yeah. Yeah, the the pyro, the the confetti. You know, it's, it's going to be the crowning moment. And, like, once Cody finishes the story in the way that he should... I'm saying, like, the, and depending on how the rest of the card shapes out for night one and night two, this might be the best WrestleMania of all time. In fact, depending on depending on how the how the card shapes out and how it how night one night two turns out, we might see a strong contender that might overtake WrestleMania 17. I, I know it's a tall order. It's I know. T- oh my god, it's a tall order because WrestleMania 17 is like the goat, the goat of WrestleMania shows. That's right, it's the goat. The yeah. Goat. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. My TikTokers know about that. <laughs> oh yeah, Eddie Guerrero, WrestleMania twenty. Yeah, Can't he forget was him. yeah. Yeah, future events would alter the perception of this moment. That was actually yeah. written in a like WrestleMania themed book that WWE put out. So oh. they it mentioned them mm-hmm. and it had the image. Yep. 
and they talked about it, but then it literally, it literally said future events would forever alter the perception of this moment. Oh yeah. But in this moment, it was one of the, so it was like, yeah, they, yeah, they acknowledged it, but they also, they acknowledged it without acknowledging it. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the best way to go. Oh, about absolutely. That. Yeah. They, that was very well. Yeah. But yeah, man, oof, like, I mean, with, with all this excitement and, and wrestling, like, it's a great time to be a wrestling fan. Maturity. Yeah. So Is understanding that wrestling of everywhere is at a, it's at a all time. Wrestling everywhere is freaking great. Yeah. I mean, WWE's on fire, like AEW, I mean, Samoa Joe. They're doing their thing. Top champion, doing their thing, you know, a little rough here and there, but they're doing it. Impact Wrestling or TNA, TNA Impact, they're doing it. Uh, New Japan just no longer has Okada. And? And. and Oh, you didn't hear the news. Oh, what's that? WWE has a new signee from New Japan. Ooh, who is it? Tamatanga. Really? Tamatanga signed. Okay. All, all right. Okay. Okay, I can see that. Oh, that I hope day after WrestleMania debut. I hope I hope they don't put him in the bloodline though. Make Tamatanga do his thing. Cause like I, I know I know the Samoa Dynasty is a huge family, but come on, man. It's it's like it's like they're the Wayne's they're the Wayne's brothers of wrestling. Like th- th- there's more. No, just let Tama there's do his a lot thing. Of them. <laughs> I mean, let Tama do his thing, but like, yo, if Tama Tonga in WWE, I'm excited about that because I think, I think he'll light it up. I mean, if they, I don't know if they, did they also sign his brother Tongaloa? Uh, nah. Oh man, because Gorillas of Destiny in WWE, because WWE's, because WWE's tag team division, they still need a a, a resurrection. They really yeah, do. The, the teams are they're forming a lot of teams. Yeah. So, yo, shout outs to Pete Dunn and um, Tyler That's... B. I love that name. Oh, New Catch New Catch Republic. That's a dope name. In the in the symbol in the symbolism behind, that, I was like, you know what? I can get behind that. Oh yeah, yeah. They they definitely put a good showing. Yeah. At Elimination just... Chamber. Yeah. It's on the wiki. I mean, it's on the Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let me see. Yeah, I know. I know New Japan. I haven't. I haven't watched in a while because, like, it's Meltzer did report it. Okay. So. So we'll just have to wait until somebody else confirms it for sure. For some, until somebody else, yeah. Yeah, I know because I know from from what I hear, Meltzer's been slipping the past oh, couple he's weeks. Slipped a lot. Like mm-hmm. listening to guys like Eric Bischoff and Bruce Pritchard and stuff, they're like. The Meltzer, he they would say, oh well, Meltzer report reported this, this, this. Mind you, they talk about old stuff. Mm. They're like, uh, no, <laughs> like, no, like, where does he get this information from? He's not been in not one board meeting, not one meeting there, or he, he wasn't there, and he's he's reporting to it as fact. But it's like, no, that's not what happened. Then they'll say, well, this is what happened. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know. Uh, yeah, man. I'm. I am. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I can't wait. WrestleMania 40 is going to be in uh, April 6 and 7. Um, you know, come one, come all, man. 
it, it's 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 okay, you know. All uh, no no tribalism here. No, I'm so dumb with that. I I have grown to hate it. Yeah, get some adrenaline in your soul. I legit <laughs> have grown to hate it. It's so mm-hmm. awful. I'm just like. Plus it's plus it's just weird too. It's like, do you really want wrestling to go back to the days where WWE had the sole monopoly? And everything else was hard to. It was just hard to watch. Like in the sense of like you can't, you couldn't find it anywhere. Nah, I don't want to go back to those days. I mean, I mean, shit. I mean, wrestling's thriving. I mean, oh, what's what's another company? The business itself is thriving. Enjoy the shit. Yeah. Hell, even NWA. I'm kidding. NWA. ACW do. That they did. They did. Wait, so they can be on TV? Uh, I believe so. But I did come across. I think they did get their CW. Okay, so so NWA is not banished to the CW app that nobody downloads, because hey, I mean, I, I I gotta say with NWA though, they gotta get rid of Billy Corgan. I know Corgan's the he owner. Owns it. I know that I know, but it, it, in in a just world, it'd be great like if Scott Demore was able to buy out NWA, because that would. Cause I don't know, Corgan. Corgan he don't. He, he don't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing with NWA. I mean, he put the belt on fucking Tyrus. All right. Go tell him why you mad. He put the world's heavyweight championship on Tyrus. This the single worst world champion I have seen in ten years. The Jenna Maraska Queen Charmel of of the of all NWA title holders. I mean, my God, Tyrus. NWA World's Heavyweight Champion, the same belt that was held by Ric Flair, by Dusty Rhodes, if you will, baby, but by Nick Aldis, the Scrap Daddy Adam Pierce, Ronda Truth Killings, AJ Styles, Christian Cage, Tyrus? You put his name against... No. No. Unacceptable. Somebody needs to purchase the NWA from Billy Corgan, all right? Because NWA is a legacy brand in the history of professional wrestling, and we need to wash the stink off off of uh, off the brand. I mean, Nick Aldis wasted his prime years holding that belt, making it prestigious, and he gave it to Tyrus. 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 Shit. It's like. It, it, it's 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 like it's like you have a it's like you have a a, a, a women's a women's world championship. You, you got women's uh, champions like Becky Lynch, Rhea Ripley, Bailey, Io Sky. Know where this is going right. You you, yes, Funkstar was the champion. You got. I mean, you you, you got you, you even got Bianca Belair. You got Jade Cargill. You got all these prime talents. And who do you put in the main event? Nia Jax. That was solid. Shut up. You you put you put Dwayne's cousin in the main event. But anyway, it was solid. No, that was a solid man, and it was really nice to see Rhea get that moment. It was, it was good. That you know, was lo- I, I was just like, you know what? Good for her. Yeah, it, it, good it, for her. it was, it, you know, it was, it was awesome seeing Rhea Ripley shine in in her home country in Perth, Australia. Fun fact: was that I was born in Australia too. Who? Naya. Really? She was, yeah, she was born in Sydney. Oh, but she, she got that, she got that, like she, um. Claimed, uh, what was it San Diego? 
that she uh, grew up in. Mm-hmm. But I think she they made sure she was like from San Diego, and the way like they they like closed up on her face, mm-hmm. and like she had like that evil smile. I was like, you know what? Well played. Well played. Did the traditional mm-hmm. yeah I'm from here, but I'm not gonna claim y'all type mm-hmm. of heat. Gotcha. Yeah, so and like, well played. Well played for that. Yeah, and and not that Australia would want her anyway, but you know it's great that uh it's great that Rhea you know did her thing, showing out for her home country, carrying the whole match on her back. You know, I th- I think Rhea deserves you know her flowers. She deserves a back brace for carrying the match on her back all the way to to victory. You know, it was nice best match. You know, and um, which I mean I mean hey hey like I said Rhea, she's so talented she can drag. A good match out of Lady Tyrus. It's so great. I, I I I think it's I think it's awesome. Also, too. Rest in peace to Ole Anderson. Oh, he passed away. He passed. Yeah, he passed yesterday. Oh man, rest in and peace. And WWE did acknowledge it. But one thing I love, and I'm becoming like, and I've always been like a huge like wrestling history buff. Mm-hmm. That they they talked about his career like. You know, they mentioned it because I'm um, raw because he died earlier that day. So yeah. usually WWE is pretty quick with a yeah with a video package. Mm. Yeah. But apparently, I guess they didn't they didn't have the time they didn't have the time to do so. But they did mention it, and yeah. they put they put you know his his image up there. Yeah. But they mentioned you know the Minnesota Wrecking Crew with Gene with Gene Anderson and stuff, and you know with the original member of the Four Horsemen. They actually talked about his. De- his career and stuff, which, you know, and it, it was fun. It was, it was, it was fun that they mentioned that. So. Nice. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Any, so yeah, what else? Oh, and Ch- yo, big shout outs to Chuck, Brad and Ray Harrington, um, the fun bearable podcast for their winter fun to land <laughs> show. Nice. So usually they always did Christmas. Mm-hmm. And you know they would do a specific holiday. Yep. This time they just covered the entire like winter, like the winter holidays. Mm-hmm. And uh, so they had a couple of stand-up comedians who were really good. Yep. Um. And of all the holidays that Brad need wanted to celebrate. Mm-hmm. President's Day. Okay. He dressed up as three different presidents. Mm-hmm. Abe Lincoln. Yep. <laughs> George Washington. Okay. <clears throat> and the other guy. Oh. Uh, but it wasn't celebrating him. It was more... It, it was like a parody. They were making fun of him. Okay. The... Or, yeah. Orange Julius. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. He was like, I hate this makeup. <laughs> like, he had the makeup and everything. And this is like, and here's the thing. If you know Brad, like, you can just tell, like, you didn't really see it coming, but it was it was hilarious. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Uh, th- th- Chuck and Brad, when it comes to their shows, mm-hmm. they don't miss. Yeah. I, yeah. I, 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 I've only had a chance to see one of their shows. I was telling Alyssa that. Yeah. I was like, yo, the First time me and Vic came to this show. Hmm. Look, they came on our show to yep. promote th- to promote that upcoming show. I was like, yep. oh, we're going. 
Yep. We went to that show. I was like, yo, we <coughs> laughed so hard. I think it was like on a Tuesday or something. Yeah. And I was like, yo, this was worth it. Oh yeah. Yeah, most stuff. Yeah, and I try to make I try to make every show possible because those are those are good, those are some good dudes, and they did come through for three hundred. Yep. And damn near stole the show. <laughs> <laughs> And they always talk about it. like, yeah, we always talked about it. We made for the Vic of how bougie he is. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking great. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so I think John sent you a message or something. Yeah. Um, I know. <clears throat> yeah. That's that's cool, man. Yeah, I, lo- I love to see, to catch their, their next show. I know it's hard for me to, to get out in this part of the, part of the world nowadays, but... Uh, but yeah, that's good. Shout-outs to Chuck and Brad. Hopefully, we'll have you uh, both back on the show. Uh, once again, because because uh, like when they when they were on on the on our show, it was one of my favorite episodes. I I sure. when we had when we went to the podcast meetup that Chris Rebel, big shout outs to him. Start um like he ho- he hosted. We was just talking about it and we was talking about it to the other guests. And I'm like, yeah. listen, we, our chemistry was so good. We was laughing hysterically before we went press record. Yeah, yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, it was good times, man. Yeah. <clears throat> it was so yeah from bearable follow these guys nice please do because you will not be sorry check out some of ray harrington's uh stand-ups too they're on spot they're on spotify or or like apple music or any um streaming platform like okay oh i listened to we listened to every single one of them when, during our trip to north carolina i was freaking <clears throat> hysterically nice okay so, but that's all I got. What you got, Vic? Yeah, uh, yeah, I got a uh, like just a couple things. Uh, first off, uh, you know, once again, shout out to uh, Pop Stew. <laughs> uh, and I don't know if they're still in the comments, but uh, yeah, I took the time to listen to their new newest episode oh uh, as they uh, as they reviewed uh, uh, Marlon Wayne's uh, comic book. Yeah. Um, you know, I I I will say, uh, yes, I am bougie. You know, he finally admits it. But it's not. But there's a difference. Bougie, yes. Snob, no. Yes, no. Yeah, you are. Snob, snobs gatekeep. Snobs exclude. I don't exclude. I I invite people. I welcome people okay, in. Okay, no. Let me ask you this. Yeah. When you, talk, when, you throw your, when you throw your subliminal shots at me when I always say I'm repping the red brand, and then you always do that voice, trying to make yourself sound like you're superior. <laughs> see snobs do that see when i talk about the yep yep yeah i called you out on yet when i talk about the come on when come i on. talk about the red brand yep snobby right? mcbougie go ahead <laughs> you know i'm i'm i'm, I'm really critic i'm really critiquing you know the uh the the pervasive uh stranglehold that that the that Disney Marvel has on popular culture, and I'm just and you know it's just my way of saying hey, you know nerds, fellow nerds out there, want more, you know, aspire for more than just MCU Disney product. I'm not I'm not, I'm not talking about anybody in particular, you know. Yeah, you're talking about me. Go ahead. You know, so so when I talk about the red brand, you know, yeah, see, see, come on. See. You know, you know that's that's, a, that's 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 my critique of of it. You know? I'm going to create snobby McBougie. <laughs> snobby McBougie. And oh, oh, you're gonna, we're gonna get a visual of snobby McBougie. McBougie. Listen, look, look, I've I I have Give never 
I have never ex- excluded anyone from 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 watching my film recommendations. I always invite people. I, I always let people in. You want Criterion then films? You feel, then you feel so. In. Then you feel like you're too good to watch any other people's. That's not true. This is us. I, I'll get around to it. I'll, Just admit you don't want to watch it. There's a lot of TV, Carl, okay. and, and there's a lot of movies, and and, I, and you know. I'm gonna tell you something about this. I, I know you've recommended it many, many times. I I said to a friend of mine, big shout out to my friend Leanne. I was like, yo, you gotta watch This Is Us. Mm-hmm. She was like, okay. This was about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. So she is binging and banging them shits out, and we're just sitting there like having real in-depp conversations I did get cut I do I do get cussed out by one person because I was like yo let me ask you something mm-hmm. and I'm gonna make sure I replay this so you watch a lot of sad movies right I guess yeah but you when just because like a movie or a TV show is sad mm-hmm. you get caught up in the emotions yeah you you know you get emotion you get invested into the story yeah um does it does it make it just sad entirely like oh my god i can't watch this again or is it good because you was invested and you made in that particular show or movie made you feel that that depends on how well it's how how good it is how well it's written how well it's acted you know it can't just be sad for the sake of it you know you know, it, it can't just. No, it's very, trust me. It's very well. I believe it. It's very well acted, written. You know, that. Just yeah. this one particular episode, because I was just like, yo, watch this. This is going to be a really good episode. Mm-hmm. It was so sad. Go down. And maybe I'm like, that's. You said it was good. I'm like, it is good. Yeah. Can you agree with me on that? Yeah. I can agree with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. Take that, Angel. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get around to it. But, but like I said, you know, um, I, 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 I've never, I always, I always, when I recommend stuff, I always include people. I always want to share the wealth. I don't exclude people. And then I don't. Somebody shares the wealth to you. You're like. That's not true. That's not true. Come on, I, you know, you know, like, 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 what, what like, what? Humble yourself and watch, please. Like, okay. like what's, like what's, no, like what Stuber, like what Stuber said. You're better than somebody. To watch? Like 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 what Chris Stewart said on uh, on the on the latest episode of Pops too. You know, sometimes I can get down in in the trash with the rest of y'all. Sometimes I can sit down and eat some flavorless little Caesar's pizza and drink some warm cheap beer like the rest of you plebs out there. Do, do you hear yourself, snobby McBougie? Look, it's well documented, by the way. Look. Look, do you believe everything you see on TV? Don't be ridiculous. Look, I was I was, a, I was a different person when I said those things. Okay, that was then. Two what? Two seconds. <laughs> that was that was then. You're a dis- you're a different person. That was then. This is now. Th- Let's not bring up the past. Okay. <laughs> I mean, ch- technically, it is the past. <laughs> I mean, I would love to hear your review on, please. And then the, just and then the rap song at the end. You're like. It, it's one of those things that it's just so ridiculous that it's funny. Look, man, I can't. I'm, I'm, I, I, I've given Tubi enough of my time last year when I watched The Psychic, and uh, and what did you? And didn't you have the time of your life roasting that movie? Oh, it was fun, but 
I'm not going to go out of my way to do it again because there's 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 too much good cinema out there, Carl, okay. to, to 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 sit down to sit down in, in, in the trash heap, you know, eat, 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 eat in, or or sit or sitting at the trough eating eating off the trough like a bunch of pigs. <laughs> Oink oink oink! Ooh, give me give me more trashy movies. You're, give me more bad quality. To everybody else as pigs. If that ain't the most snobby McBougie thing, that, right. look look. I'll, 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 I'll tell you something else, what Carl. Was the name of that short, what was the name of that short movie that Which, you did in the Forty Eight Hour Film Festival? Uh, oh, I forgot the name of it, but the character was I it, played was Raul. Raul, yeah. What was it called? Like Best Friends, something like that. I think something like that. Yeah, something along those lines. But but yeah, like I, I I will say that this is this is how not snobby I am. Look, why last week, Carl, I I took the time because I, I I took the time to set foot in the in in the bastion of of mouth breathers, the 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 the, the church, the church of 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 mouth breathing corpulent, you know, filthy unwashed masses. I walked into Walmart last week. Okay, because it, because as it turns out, Walmart is continuing is continuing to keep up the good fight that Best Buy gave up. They're still carrying physical media when it comes to films, and not just physical media. They're carrying some exclusive exclusive editions that you can only find in that store. So I walked into the hollowed halls of Walmart, and I per- shout out to B Rob. Shout out to B Rob. All right. So so I I walked into that store. We know smell which which smells like bo and broken dreams as all WalMarts do, okay. Here you sound. And I went and I went and I purchased the steel the Blu-ray Steelbook edition of Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. The wrong kid, Dad. <laughs> yes, because Walmart's the only store that carries the Blu-ray Steelbook edition of that of that. Of that very fine comedy film. Shout outs to Roberto Gonzalez because that's one of that's one of his all time favorites. <laughs> um, all right. So so yeah, I, a million dollar man call. He wants his giving back. You, yeah. Yo, you really sound Hunter Hearst Hemsley ish. Hashtag pinkies up. So so yeah. So yeah, Carl, I can get down with no, the can't. I can did, get did you down just hear everything that you just said. With the rest of y'all common taxpayers. By the way, Target also sells uh what do you call it? DVDs. Yeah, yeah, but their the, their selections are dwindling. It's down to one shelf. They literally replace everything with books. Nearly everything with nearly all their movies with books and records. Not necessarily a bad thing. <laughs> I mean, not, I I know, but, but Damn, there's always room for the movies. Come on, Target. Come on, step it up. But uh, oh, he doesn't does. There you go. But yeah, uh, but you just y- can't get those Best Buy exclusive steel book. You know, I I I know Best Buy. They've marked down some of their steel books though on their website. Like for example, Wakanda Forever is ten bucks steel book edition. Really? Yeah. I was a little tempted, but I'm like, eh. but, but yeah. So yeah. So all all this to say is that I'm not a snob. Okay, I watch mainstream films like everybody else. I I. And you talk down on him. Not all the time, Carl. Enough. All right. Probably about eighty percent of the time. So. 
so yeah, I mean, I mean, so yeah, that's that. So yeah, there you go. I think I've proved my point. So I mean, when when it, when it comes to this, when it comes to this this year podcast, Carl, if if you want to talk, if you want to, you know, put uh, a, you know, you know, fictional character analogs, right? I'm I'm like fictional character analog, right? Okay, see, 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 I'm like. I'm I'm like Regine Hunter, okay. <laughs> All right, I'm like Regine Hunter, okay. Oh, so you fake the funk? I don't fake the funk. See, I don't I don't I don't wear fake wigs. Look, listen, listen. Regine Regine was bo- they they call Regine bougie. Was she bougie? Yes, but she knew she knew what she wanted. She knew what she liked, and she had high standards. And faked it till she made it. That's one way of looking at it. You, on the other hand. You're like I, you are like you are like I'm humble. You are like Overton Wakefield Jones, okay? And I listen to the best of Boots of Collins. I will in a heartbeat. Okay, so 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 you're 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 like you're like the Overton, and I'm like the Kyle Barker. Okay, all right. Yeah, but Kyle Barker still knew who he was, and he was still down for the call. He, he was some, he, he was humble enough. Right, but you ain't. I'm humble as fuck. I'm the most humble person you ever you've ever met. Says the person. That's what. You know what you sound like. What when you call a white person racist? Huh? You like no, no, I'm not racist. Okay, I have three black friends. Okay. <laughs> tell would- me you did not. Tell me I did not catch you with that. First of all, how dare you? That is that that is an awful comparison. But it but it was a good but it was correct. Nah. Nah. Anyway. Anyway, stuff I've been up to. So anyway, stuff I've been up to, you know, um, you know <laughs> I've never heard of anyone say I'm humble as fuck. <laughs> and actually be humble. I mean, I think I've proved my point. So I'll tell you what I what I what I've been up to. So uh, um, on the on the movie front, on the movie front, I actually managed to finally get around to watching a uh, a recent recent movie, an Oscar winning movie. In fact, I finally watched uh, Darren Aronofsky's The Whale. Uh, oh, with Brendan Fraser. Yeah, with Brendan Fraser, uh, who actually won the Academy yeah, Award. For that yep, for best actor. Also won best makeup and hairstyling as well. Uh yeah, I watched the whale. Uh, directed Did it by, oh, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, uh, the whale is uh directed by Darren Aronofsky. Uh, written by Samuel D. Hunter, based on his play. Um, this was a uh a very powerful, uh, very sad uh drama. Uh, Brendan Fraser plays uh this guy named Charlie, who's this morbidly obese and rec- and reclusive uh, English uh instructor. Like he teaches he teaches a a. a an online class, but he keeps his uh, webcam off. He mm-hmm. tells the students that it's broken, but it's not. Um, he's supported by uh, his his friend uh, named Liz, played by Hong Chow, who's a nurse who um, is his friend, but also his caregiver, but also enables him as well. Mm-hmm. So, so there's so like there's parts where you know like Charlie every time he laughs hard, every time he laughs hard, like he he's basically on the verge of a heart attack. And Liz is like, you need to take care of yourself. Go to the hospital. Have this meatball sandwich. So basically, like, kind of like enable- enabling him and, you know, trying to take care of him, you know, very counterintuitive. And uh, and Charlie, he's he's trying to connect, reconnect with his estranged daughter, um, Ellie, played by Sadie Sink, who is a massively 
evil character, or evil is strong a word, too strong a word. She is massively unlikable. You understand why. You understand the pain that she carries, um, and and why she's so hateful towards Charlie. But but when you when you watch their interactions, it's like, oh my god, I can't stand this motherfucker. And kudos to the actress. Oh yeah, kudos <laughs> kudos to Sadie Sink. Cause Sadie Sink, yo, she, I think she deserved a lot of recognition for her performance too, because. Man, she was thoroughly unlike unlikable to the bitter end, and but you, it's it's like a character who, you understand why they're such a bastard. You understand the pain that they carry, but you still you understand them, but you still don't like them. Yeah, and and that's her character in a nutshell. And there's one more character. There's two more characters. One is um um this guy named Thomas, played by Ty Simpkins. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, and he's this he's this Christian missionary who's trying to he's trying to minister to Charlie, trying to trying to pass off the good word, but you know, he he's got a story to him as well, uh the reason why he's doing what he's doing. And uh Samantha Morton, uh n- another great uh, uh performance. She plays Mary, who's Charlie's ex-wife, who's um also an estranged mother. She she's she spent more time raising their daughter Ellie, and she sees firsthand like her just her toxicity uh, up close and personal. Um, yeah, I, I gotta say, like the the whale. It, it's like I said, it's a powerful film. Brendan Fraser, man, you talk about leaving it. You talk about leaving it all on the screen, leaving it all on the set. That's what he does, man. And he definitely earned his Academy Award win. Um, yeah, just see, just seeing like even the physicality of his performance because he's he wears this very convincing like fat suit and like him like trying to <clears throat> you know perform all that physicality of a of a morbidly obese man you know, like who binge eats when he's when he's stressed out. Um, you, you know, you you see you see like his mind turning where he he's like an aggressive optimist where he insists on seeing the good in everybody, even though. <clears throat> even though like people are telling him yo your daughter's a your daughter's a fucking menace charlie and he's like no no she's intelligent she's brilliant she's amazing and it's like damn charlie i i i know you don't have a lot of people in your life but come on and like you feel for him but it's like man you like you you're, you're kind of frustrated frustrated with him a little bit but but you but you but you but you see that his heart's in the right place and you you, you kind of see like his um <clears throat> like how what he's wrestling with like for example like his whole motif is uh is Moby Dick like he he like whenever whenever he has a, like a flare up he he recites this essay that one of his students wrote to to uh, on Moby Dick to calm himself down and you kind of see like you know how he relates his life to Moby Dick and what his white whale is what his obsession is um yeah man yeah it's it's such an amazing performance like the film the film has asks hard questions about addiction about religion about um you know about optimism and like the dark side of that and um how do you love an irredeemable person uh yeah it's 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 a it's 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 a little hard little hard to watch like in terms of like the emotional weight of it but yeah it, it it's it's definitely a powerful film definitely deserved its accolades um i i will say that i will push back against uh the the critics who say that oh this movie's fat phobic this movie's fat shaming no nah, that's that's not what it's doing like it 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 shows you in a very clear way how addiction can destroy a person yeah and yeah and brendan it was, was just food 
Yeah. In his case, it was food. Like, it, like it could have been anybody. He, he, if it wasn't food, it could have been drugs. It could have been gambling. It could have been <laughs> something. Like, yeah, like this, like he, Brendan Fraser, like really, really gave it his all. It was his like redemption story, right? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Because I know, like, um, I know, like he, he, you know, he, he became popular with like the Mummy movies, and before that, it was like Encino Man kind of brought him to the dance. And yeah, Encino Man, and going from Encino Man, buddy. <laughs> Yep, going from First that. Bedazzle Bedazzle was a fun movie. Was it? I with uh, him and uh, Elizabeth Berkeley was her name. <clears throat> oh, and Sadie Sink was Max from Stranger Things. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, what was that? Yeah, going from Encino Man to an Academy Award—that's quite the trajectory. I know that he kind of he kind of had some trouble in the two thousands, um, but yeah, this is a great comeback vehicle, and I, I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, Brendan Fraser and more movies. I know. I know he was recently in um, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. He was in that. Yeah, he made a brief appearance in that movie, and uh, he was in this Steven Soderbergh movie with Don Cheadle and uh, Benicio del Toro a couple years back called No Sudden Move, which was on HBO. Elizabeth Hurley. Yeah. Yep. For Bedazzled. Yeah. yeah. So so yeah, man, check it out. The Whale. Um, I don't. I don't think it's it's streaming anywhere. I have the Blu-ray, but you can rent it online. Yeah, that's what that's what I saw. I checked real good. Yeah, it's such a convenient website. Thank, uh, app. Thank you. Oh yeah, yeah, you got it. So yeah, yeah, check it out. The whale. Um, yeah, if you're into powerful acting, you know, great performances, check it out. Um, also on the on the movie slash uh, uh, book front, I did I did read um, Quentin Tarantino's book, uh, Cinema Speculation, right. which is an excellent read. Um, yeah, this is his, actually his second book. His first book was the novelization of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So uh, Cinema Speculation came out in 2022. Uh, this book, he talks about um, uh, several key movies in the 70s that shaped his youth growing up. Oh, okay. So he talks about like um, growing up uh, growing up in California, his his mom was a single, single mother who took him to see all sorts of movies as a kid, which kind of, even some movies that back then really weren't appropriate for kids, but kind of shaped his... Uh, Sweet backs, baby back ribs. I think it was one of those, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah he, like he talks about movies that, um, of the 70s, that kind of shaped his, shaped his uh, taste and his, his uh, taste in cinema. Like, for example... Um, some of which I, some of which I haven't seen yet, but um, he talks about Taxi Driver with Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. uh, Rocky, of course, um, uh, Rolling Thunder, Paradise Alley, which is another movie that uh, St- uh, Sylvester Stallone did. Yeah. I haven't seen that, but I heard some good things about it. Um, the Getaway, uh, Escape from Alcatraz with um, uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, so he talks about all these all these movies and like um, basically like uh, his experiences and like he does he he gives like a really insightful like critiques and analyses of these movies and kind of filtering it through his upbringing and like what the what the film culture and what pop culture and what culture at large was like in those times and yeah it's it's an excellent read yeah like if you're into like into into film history and into like you know um, filmmaking definitely read uh, Cinema Speculation by Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, it's a dope breed. <clears throat> okay, so yeah. I appreciate that, John. Yeah, I appreciate the tip. Thanks, John. Uh, so yeah, uh, so yeah, there's a couple, couple, couple recommendations uh, that, I'll, that I'll throw out there, and oh, and and also uh, uh, this past weekend, I finally finished all of Twin Peaks, the complete series. 
uh, watched the final episode because uh, uh, of the third and final season, The Return, which came out in 2017. Uh, the, the finale, um, it made me go, huh? What? Like in 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 in, tip, in true David Lynch fashion. And you loved every single minute of it. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. Like like I like the 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 finale left more questions than answers. But but in 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 in, in the like towards the end of the show, there was there were enough questions, enough storylines uh, resolved that I came away satisfied. I'm definitely gonna watch the show again from from the very beginning because that show is just it's, so good. I'm learning as I'm watching This Is Us again. Like I'm learning, it's actually very good to do so. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to you, t- you get those details that you missed, mm-hmm. and you don't realize how crucial they are. Yeah, and you're like, oh, mm. whoa. So this mm. be, and you kind of and it's just about <clears throat> Putting the piece, putting you're like, oh, okay. See, I could have put this piece of the puzzle over then, right there, and I did. Yep. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like, oh man, I would like that reminds me. I would, I would love to watch Breaking Bad again. I've only watched the whole series once. But, yeah, but it still stays in my mind. Like, yeah, Sons of Anarchy is one I want to rewatch too. Yeah, and I've also rewatched The Wire twice as well. Yeah. So, so yeah, Twin Peaks. I'll, I'll definitely give a rewatch because that show is so good. I mean. I mean, coffee and cherry pie, man. Yeah, and don't uh, look at your lips and look at me like that. You know, and and you know, dancing, dancing dwarves in in red curtain rooms that talk backwards. Would you like some coffee? That's not backwards. That's that's your. That's how the that's how the the dwarf dances in the in the in the yeah, show. I've seen you dance before. Yeah, that's how that's how the dwarf gets done. I'm like, okay, he's just dancing for no reason. Okay, that's cool, you know. Um, yeah, it's it's. <laughs> All right. Okay, I I just saw a comment here, people. And first of all, that that's you know what that's a point that I wanted to refute. First of all, Aaron, how dare you? How dare you say that? How how dare you say that? I would like. That super bad James Dynamite comic by Marlon Wayans, if if David Lynch wrote it. First of all, sir, David Lynch, David Lynch is too intelligent to write some stupid shit like that. Okay, so show some respect to the surrealist king. You heard? <laughs> super bad James. Dynamite as written by David Lynch. Come on. If I mean I'll, I'll tell you I'll tell you I'll tell you what if if he did write it, that book would be intelligent. It would not be puerile. It would not be immature. No. That thing would be it would be yes. It wouldn't be any of those things, but it would be damn sure confusing. Hey, listen. Hey, I'll I'll take that over some disgusting shit. <laughs> Disgusting shit that uh, you have sat through worse that embarrasses us as a people. You know, you know, you know. Books like Super Bad James Dynamite is why we can't overcome someday. All right, it's the reason why the caged bird sings in the damn cage. All right, all right. It's it's holding us back as a people. Oh man, that was good though. That was good. Yeah, I agree, Aaron. That book is pretty disgusting. <laughs> it is. It is. It's disgusting. It's. It's nasty. It's. 
it, 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 it rankles every one of my feathers and I don't, I don't appreciate it. Pinky's up. <laughs> so, you think that would be something that would have been in Borders bookstores? <laughs> <laughs> Downstairs in the Providence Place Mall. Excellent segue, first of all. Uh, it probably would have yeah. buried somewhere. Uh, Just like the rap section wasn't that song? No, it was adjacent to the soul. Yes, that's how they refer to. Oh, I'm looking for the, I'm looking for the new Jay Z album. It's adjacent to the soul. Oh, uh. <laughs> okay. Next in R and B section. I know what you're trying to do, but mm-hmm. yeah. But yeah, that, that that reminds me of of uh, you know stores, vintage stores from uh, from our past that are no longer around uh, with us. Uh, we're just gonna you know take a walk down memory lane. Uh, now that you mentioned Borders. Uh, the the bookstore the bookstore chain that uh fizzled out I think in like the early 2010s I think yeah um yeah it, it used to be it used to be uh like I said it used to be in the, at the bottom floor of um the, of Providence Place Mall yeah the designer uh, designer shoes is there now yeah designer shoe warehouse that's where it is now and uh yeah Borders used to be a good store I mean it it, it was definitely um overpriced they sold almost everything at like twenty bucks for a cd and stuff like, yeah they sold everything at, at list price yeah yeah so so yeah i, I can kind of see why they folded but um towards the end of, end of their run i actually got some good uh bargain books from out of them like i remember i i bought this um this oversized uh salvador dali art book of all of all his artwork it's it's not here i took it with me in, to mass um but yeah i bought that i have seen it here before though oh yeah yeah um, I bought a couple other books there too. I was like, "Oh, this is actually pretty cool." So, yeah, towards the end of their run, they actually marked on a few books, and I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, no choice but. <laughs> yeah, but th- it was a good store. It was uh, Barnes and Noble's direct competitor, but Barnes and Noble yeah, is still. They, yeah, they're still holding on strong. Oh yeah. Oh, man, let me see. What was a good one? Okay, I did bring this one up. Coconuts. Ah. <laughs> so Coconuts was the music store that later became Strawberries, mm-hmm. then later became Waves Music, yep. and what is now still FYE. Mm. Yeah. Um, oh, man. What a legacy. Like, that's... I remember... I, I do remember Coconuts and when it became Strawberries. I remember, I remember going to Strawberries in 1999... Um, with with a, with a former friend friend at the time, and we went to purchase Method Man and Red Man's Blackout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I remember. I remember that. Um, I think there were strawberries until like early two thousands. I think uh, they transitioned to Fye uh, when I got to college, and I remember Fye. They used to sell all sorts of like. Yeah, they had a good selection of like used. Uh, movies used DVDs and yeah. then later on like used Blu-rays and they had some good prices too. They did like for their used section, like for their new stuff, they just sold like at, once again at list price. Yeah, but when you but when you found their used stuff, it's like okay, you could get some good stuff here. I remember buying WWE WWF the Music Volume Three. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, that was with a Gangrel's theme, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. That, and then buying Vine 4 at Waves. Um, yo, that takes me back. 
Cause and then they end up putting waves in Providence Place Mall. Yeah, that's right. Yep. Yeah. Then it was like that's and then it became like Newberry Comics eventually. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. And, and you know what's and you know what's weird. Uh, uh, looking looking at um, looking looking at Fye now compared to back then because like because back then yeah, I found some some good stuff like even in their music section like they had like their world music section I got a lot of good like Fela Kuti records there. Mm-hmm. Uh, nowadays, when you go to Fye, they're just a hobby shop now. Like they're trying to. It's um yeah, yeah. They're like like Funko Pops or like stuffed like stuffed animals or figures of like pop culture characters. Yep. T-shirts on, on one entire wall. Yep, T-shirts, uh, records, uh, dwindling, dwindling dwindling number of like CDs and actual movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, they, well, in the Warwick, it's pretty. In the Warwick Mall, it's pretty sizable. Warwick Mall and Emerald Square are pretty sizable. Okay. Yeah, I haven't been to the Emerald Square one in a long time. So they still have a good good selection of movies? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's weird. Like, like, like I remember the last time I was there, like a couple of years ago, randomly, they had a whole, like this FOE at Emerald Square Mall had a whole, sh- whole shelf of steelbook copies of Tommy Boy for like 12 bucks. Like a whole, whole section. I'm like... Oh, that's cool. I just never bought one. Yeah. <laughs> it was so oh, weird. Man. Well, Funko Land. <laughs> I learned a hard lesson about trade-ins. Mm. Oh, man, I, I did. I mean, I traded my Nintendo games thinking that I was going to, like, you know, get a whole bunch of stuff plus a, play, a PlayStation 1 memory card, which I needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, one of my games was worth a penny, and I was so defeated. Damn. What were you trying to sell at the time? Oh, I can't even remember because we had a lot of games, so I can't even remember and I, I thought I was the shit. So one of them they didn't take. One of the games they didn't take because it rattled, which hmm. I know is a, you know, it's a basic practice. It's a practice that everybody does. But yeah, yeah, it was, it was bad. It was hmm. heartbreaking. Eventually, I got my memory card, but still, hmm. uh, I learned a harsh lesson about trading. <laughs> Yeah, trade-ins, they, they always rip you off. Um, nowadays, GameStop continues that tradition. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, Funko Land. I've only been there once, and to me, it kind of looked like a, a clean... I would describe it as, a, as, a, as a, the cleanest version of a pawn shop. That's the best way I could describe it. As far It was a long time. It was a long time. You're yeah. talking 20-plus years, so... Well, yeah, at this point... Actually, at this point, like almost thirty, <laughs> almost yeah. thirty. Because I think they later on became Electronics Boutique. Yeah, Electronics Boutique, I do remember. Yeah, because it was in Providence Place Mall. We was in that bitch a lot. Yeah, that and there was one in Warwick as well. And then EB, and then it became EB, EB Games, yeah. and then it became GameStop. Um, yeah, uh, Electronics Boutique. That's where I got my PS2. That's why I got my PS2, and they was like, "Yo, ten dollars, you can get, you can reserve yourself a PS2." And I was working at the pretzel bakery in the mall at that time, in the Province Place Mall at that time. Mm-hmm. And every check was that much. Listen, that ten dollars went. Yeah, I, yeah. I remember I traded, I bought and traded many a PS2 game 
uh, at Electronics Boutique and then EB Games. Yeah. Then I reconverted. Then I ended up having friends who worked at KB Toys, which is downstairs, which probably might as well be our next store. Mm-hmm. Yep, KB Toys. Yeah, I remember it used to be on the second floor of Florida State Mall. Yeah. I, I remember uh, KB Toys. I remember going there and I bought Perfect Dark for the N64. Yeah, I, I, that's that's the one game I bought from there. Because I remember I had to go buy an expansion pack right. for, the, for the N64 so I could play the whole game. And that's what I did too. So, another thing about KB Toys. Now, this is going back to my childhood. Hmm. So, remember the show Bots Masters? <laughs> yeah. Zip Zooland. <laughs> I remember that. So... <laughs> And they would always go 3D every time they said, it's laser time, boys. Yep. They had a campaign where they had 3D glasses. Mm-hmm. And I, like, begged my mom just to go. We went to Rhode Island, the one in Rhode Island Mall. Oh, God. Talk about a throwback. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just a plaza now, but we still call it that. Yeah. And, like, I remember, yeah, my mom took us. Took us to go just to get something. And mm. I'm thinking it was going to cost money. You know, I saw it to go to the ATM, take money out. And then this was free. You know how mm. souped I was? Yeah. <laughs> hey. Getting, I, I, you know, I, I wanted a pair of, of those 3D glasses. And I never got them. So I never got to see Botsmaster in 3D. Did you? Of course. I, that's exactly why I got the glasses. How did it look in 3D? It was cool. I mean, it was just shot up. You know, you should you should you should take that theme song and remix it somehow. I could. Yeah. Yeah. Like 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 come up with like a '90s nostalgia childhood theme song mix or something. That's an idea. As a, if you're looking for themes, not bad. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, yeah. I I, I do remember uh, uh, KB Toys. Um. Gosh, I also remember going to KB Toys uh, when it was at Emerald Square Mall. It was, it was ninety, it was like ninety five or ninety six, and they had um, a PlayStation One display, and we, we, we can try it out. And I remember playing Battle Arena Toshinden, <laughs> and that was like that was like the that was like the three D fighting game that was like the hype. Back in the PS1 days, like, oh my god, if you like Tekken, you're gonna like Battle Arena Toshinden. Oh my god! And then like I played it, and it was just like basically, um, I think it was basically like like a console version of like Soul Edge, kind of had that same mm. vibe. And I remember, and I distinctly remember at that Emerald Square Mall, uh, KB Toys, I saw no lie for like thirty thirty five bucks an Atari Jaguar <laughs> sitting in the back counter. It was. Like thirty five bucks, I I I could have asked my parents to buy one, but I but I didn't know anybody who bought one because that was a shit console. <laughs> I mean, oh my god! And in those toy stores, the neck cramps that we used to get because mm-hmm. you had the controller all the way down here yep. to our ways, but the TV was all the way on top of us. Oh yeah! <laughs> so you had to play the game like this, and you're just like. Mm-hmm. And the thing was, all your friends would gather around you yep. to watch you play that game. Oh yeah, the demo. Yeah, yep. it was a demo game. Yep, demos. Oh, and that reminds me, like demo discs. Remember those? Those things were freaking amazing. Yeah, back then it was just like, oh my god, I can try out games on this disc. What? Yeah. And 
You'd be mad too. You'd be like, yo, I played this game. It didn't even came out yet. It was the demo. But yeah. you, if you said that you played it, you sound cool as fuck. Oh yeah. Well, you got to you got to stunt on stunt on your friends for a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then but you yeah. have your friend. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Battle of Rita Toshin did. Oh my god, I think I had that. Yeah, I I remember that. I remember that that game. And yeah, yeah, uh, uh, John Nunes. I do remember uh, Patriot Movie Theater, uh, East Providence. Oh, that place stunk. Oh, heaven. Oh yeah, that place smelled like popcorn and piss. No yeah. lie. Yep, that was it. And, and their screens, like, like the screens or the sound, like it was, it was a complete jank. Didn't really work hundred percent. Man, look at that. Oh, man, huh? Look. Oh man, yeah. So uh, Carl's uh, playing some footage of the Battle Arena Toshinden. Yeah, it was basically just like Soul Edge or Soul Calibur. Soul Calibur, yeah. Yeah. And it had the freaking uh, ring out. Yeah, it had it had like the 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 the, the ring, the yeah. square ring, and then it was like if you fell off, it's like ring out. Yep, and you and it was a loot, and it was a loss. Yeah. Oh my god, man! Fighting games came a long way. They have. Like, but back then, like, 3D fighting games blew our tiny minds. We thought this was real. We were like, the this f- looked real. Yeah, back then, we were like, oh, my God, the future is now. What? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, like I remember any any fighting game that was 3D or had, like, motion capture. <laughs> I thought Lion King was 3D and it, for Sega, and it blew my mind. Like, I just saw the way the, way the background moved. I'm like, this is 3D. This is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that kid, I know that. Yeah. <laughs> Judge me. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh my god, oh, those. Oh. And, but that's the thing; it was a time to be had. It's, yeah. It's, but midnight sales. I know. Shit. I've never been to a midnight sale. We, well, I mean, I did. I did go to them when I was, you know, in my late teens and stuff. And the mm. like. We would, we would go for like Madden or Call of Duty, and it was just it was just a thing because everybody came together, especially for Madden one, because hmm. like we were, we made a thing out of it. Yeah, like we all showed up in our team jerseys. We and everybody would just talk football, and, and, and like the way everybody just showed up. And then when you got it, we went back to our friend's house. We hooked up Mad TVs. Mm-hmm. Brought our systems over, and we spent like the whole night, the whole night having a Madden tournament. Nice, and uh, appreciate the stars, and like, and it was a thing too, like with Call of Duty. But that, and you know, nowadays it's like it takes like a damn near a day just to download. Some games still, some places still do midnight sales. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the malls don't anymore. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, that's what because that's where we used to go. But yeah, a lot of the stores that were are, a lot of stores that are in like plazas and stuff, mm-hmm. they, you know, they can do them. Nice. Um, whew, what was another good one? And of course, uh, Toys R Us. Oh God. Yeah, it's 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 a damn shame that Toys R Us shut down. It's. I mean, they're inside Macy's. Um. So it's. I don't know what. Like Toys R Us, I remember. Oh man, the one the one that used to be in Warwick, uh, right across from CCRI's Warwick campus. Yeah, that that was a Rhode Island institution. It was. It yeah. was. That was a BJ's. Yeah, that's kind of sad. But I remember Toys R Us because I remember um, 
I remember 19, it was I was 10 years old, 1994, and my dad and I went there and we purchased a for 40 bucks, we purchased a regular Nintendo, but it was like a, uh the new version. It was like the new version of the of the NES, so it wasn't like the the classic v, VCR shaped one. It was it like kind of like yeah, it was, it was like the top top loading one. Yeah, because um, they only, they had it for like forty bucks, and and the one then the original version that I had stopped working. Oh. So we, I remember I remember going there we and we purchased it, and that was our, and that was the last time that I that I set foot at a Toys R Us. They're actually still in business. Like here's one in like the Philippines, there's one in China, so they're in different markets. Hmm. Just, just not in the U.S. Not really. Well, oh, I remember the the Toys R Us store inside of New York, and it had a Ferris wheel in it. Oh wow! I've been inside, I went inside there. I would have fought to be to to have been there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I remember buying. Um, let me see the NES there, the top loading one. I remember buying F Zero <laughs> from there because I because I, I remember going because I remember going there and. I wanted to buy Stunt Race FX for the Super Super NES because I was like, "Oh my god!" Racing games, racing games. Oh yeah, like I remember back then. I was like, "Oh my god, 3D graphics, racing, what?" And they didn't have it, but but I still wanted to play a racing game, so they had F Zero for twenty bucks. I'm like, "Okay, I'll play this," and I had fun with F Zero. It was a great time. You know, you appreciated what you got. <laughs> yeah, because we then. didn't because we didn't pay for it. Exactly. Yeah, we had no choice but to. Yep. That. Oh, uh, oh. Let me see. Killer Instinct, Donkey Finger. Kong Country. Yep. Combo Breaker. Mm-hmm. Uh, Donkey Kong Country. So I used to. Bought so it from there. Fun, it's funny that you brought up Donkey Kong Country. I. Um, I So my father bought me a subscription to uh, Nintendo Power Magazine. Oh, I remember that. And yeah. th- for free, they sent me a making of Donkey Kong videotape. Oh. <laughs> Really? Like it was a half hour long, and they just—it was just a documentary of them making the game. Oh, you know what? I remember getting a videotape like that, but it was for Star Fox sixty four. I didn't get. Yeah, I got. Yeah, that was that was kind of that was kind of cool. And I actually wrote a letter to Nintendo America in Seattle, uh-huh. asking because you know Mortal Kombat two was my jam back then. And I was like, can you send me a video of that? And they sent me a letter back of a list of upcoming games. Mm-hmm. And they gave me a claims address. Oh. Hmm. So I wrote to a claim. Mm-hmm. And they sent me back a poster. Mm-hmm. But it had all the... It was a Mortal Kombat 2 poster, but with all the fatality inputs. Oh snap! Nice. That's pretty dope. That was. Hey. For for a what ten year old kid? That was amazing. Yeah. It was like oh my god. You know how yeah. long I kept that envelope, <laughs> that letter in that envelope. <laughs> yeah, might as well have framed it. <laughs> it. If it was up to me, yeah. So let me get a store that was probably one of your favorites, Radio Shack. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say it was a favorite, but uh, I, I distinctly remember it being in the plaza on North on North Main Street, where where Whole Foods is now. Uh, I, I remember going there a few times to like get some like um, 
I forget, I forget what. I think I, I think I went there and I got to get like a Ethernet cable or something. I think I, I don't remember what I bought there exactly. Radio Shack's still in business. They are. Yeah, it's more it's more e-commerce based. Okay. But yeah, they're still in, yeah they're still around. And a, a, a like private company uh, bought them out. Hmm. Okay. But Circuit City though. Oh, Circuit City. See, here's the thing. The commercial made it look like the entrance was a giant plug. Yes. And I used to just look at the building like, yo, I just want to pull this plug. I mean, literally, literally pretty much. <laughs> I mean, they, yeah, the, the plug was pulled on Circuit City it, eventually. It was. But it was a nice looking store. It was. It was. Um, you know, they had a robust selection of movies, uh, CDs. I, I remember purchasing uh, several DVDs from there, including the Shield series. Uh, I remember buying. Um, uh, they used to sell like Game Boy Advance games, and when I had a Game Boy Advance, I remember I remember buying uh, Final Fantasy VI Advance, which was the uh, GBA version of Final Fantasy III for the Super NES. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do remember purchasing that and Final Fantasy Tactics Advance uh, from Circuit City. Yeah, man. Damn, that was a that was a good store. It was decent. It, it was definitely a good competitor to Best Buy. It was, but. You know, Best Buy. You know, Best Buy. They, they they won it. Best Buy won, but I'm I'm disappointed in them now, because you know they they've given up the physical media fight. Like I remember, I remember the last time I was there. The last Best Buy I I, I went to was the one in Attleboro, mm-hmm. and just I just wanted to take a look and see what movies they had, and the the, the shelves of the movies were damn near empty. Dude, it was scarcely populated. Did you did you do the Indian cry, the one tear? I, I damn near did. <laughs> I damn near did, and I'm like, this is this is I'm I'm witnessing the end of an era here. Now, if I go there, just it's just gonna be TVs, smartphones, and laptops, which is cool, but 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 give, give me give me the video movies. I think the video games are gonna get phased out too. Yeah, I think they're gonna probably do away with the physical copies, or you can only buy them on their website. But I think the I think the video games will be next to go, unfortunately, which it it, it breaks my heart, man. It's 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 sad to see. Kmart was another good one. They had the they had the display. They had the net breaking display. Yo, Kmart lasted a good minute. They lasted until like the early two thousands. Not no, Kmart lasted until like a, a couple of years ago. Oh really? Because I remember the Kmart oh in the Garfield Plaza. Yeah, yeah, where where there there was a Kmart that there was there for the longest time. Now it's a Burlington Coat Factory. Yeah, yeah. Um, and but that was just only recent. But that whole plaza was recently built. So, yeah. um, but there yeah, but the one in um the one in Attleboro like that held the South Attleboro that one held um for like. Mm. A long time, yeah. Kmart only went out of business like just a few years ago. Mm. Okay, but yeah, yeah. Kmart was legendary for the net breaking display, breaking <laughs> displays. Oh yeah, like I remember, I remember there was one um, on Reservoir Ave that that I used that my mom and I used to go to uh, quite often. And uh, I remember when I was a kid, I had the ViewMaster. You remember the ViewMaster slides? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I remember as a kid, <laughs> I want to, I want to get Jasmine one, <laughs> just to, I, believe it or not, I remember, 
I actually stole a pack of Viewmaster slides. <laughs> Victor Gosmi. Vic had a moment of a. I was. Vic was a juvenile delinquent. No, I was eight. I think I was, I was seven, eight years old, and I wanted to see if I. I just wanted to see just what it would feel like to 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 just clep a clep something from a store, and I did, and I walked out. Nothing happened. I felt a little guilty, but I enjoyed those Wiley Coyote Roadrunner Viewmaster slides for sure. It was a good time. I really do. See, here's a here's a code extra I would like to do. I like to grab some old toys. Mm-hmm. And with some Gen Zers. Yep. And just like, here, play with this. What? How? It, it doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. So, I got to say, sidebar, yo. I, and, I, and I don't mean to sound like old old head, old man yelling at cloud, but I feel for you Gen Zers out there, man, because your attention spans are shot to fucking hell. Yeah, and they missed out on a lot. Okay. Yeah. Here's- yeah, and 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 that's and that's what I gotta say. Like to y'all, y'all parents, new parents out there, please limit your screen time for your kids. Don't lean on the screen as a substitute to to quiet your kids. Put a book in front of them. Something. Because that screen is going to eat their fucking attention spans when they get older. And we're seeing it now. We're seeing it now. I, I work I work in higher ed. I, I'm seeing that now for some a lot of these kids. Just saying. This, this, tick, it's, this was from a TikTok and it angered me. So if you see this, okay. All right. You see it? See it? What is that? Oh, that's a, that's a phone jack. You know, for, the, for a landline phone. Yep. Somebody called that a phone charger from the 80s. Yeah. 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 They did not call that a phone a charger. A phone charger from an 80s phone charger. Yo, suddenly I aged 30 more years. <laughs> yo, I remember you know, I, I I was at um I was at an advising conference last week at the um, um, Rhode Island Convention Center, mm-hmm. and uh, one of one of the um, uh, workshops was about like you know advising Gen Z students, and one of the presenters uh, played a video of of their their two kids, you know, trying to say it was like a game of like oh guess 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 what the sound effect was, and uh, the present presenter uh, played a video of her kids and she played um played for them the sound effect of the dial up. Remember the internet dial-up, and, yeah. and she was asking them, "Okay, what is this sound?" And they're like, "Uh, that's the sound of a, 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 a computer crashing. Uh, 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 um, that's the sound of a of of um um of of, a, of like a a laptop shutting down. Uh, yeah, they they were guessing like all these like wild things, and they're like, and back and then the presenter asked asked everyone in the room, "What's that sound?" Everybody, everybody said, "Oh, dial-up." Right. <laughs> Play this TikTok for you. All right. Yeah. Yeah, Gen Z, man. Ugh. I feel for y'all. Ready? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Tell me that didn't just take you back. And I'm like, yo. Mm. I I forgot about.
about that sound. Oh, yeah. Yeah, when you left the phone off the hook for too long. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, man. It's cr- life is crazy, dude. It is. Yeah. You, you Gen Z has missed out on a time. I gotta say, drink some water hose water now. <laughs> Look, oh. we lived off of it. <laughs> we were happy. I mean, I mean, I mean. To be fair, back then people lived off, lived, lived off uh, asbestos <laughs> before our generation, <laughs> and they were happy. Well, until they, you know, I, yeah, but. <laughs> Still, but yeah, um, we wa- hose water, and we continue on with our day. Yeah, and you know, back then people read books. You know, not on a screen. You rode bikes. Rode bikes. You know what I did say? I there was one day I was driving, and I did see like a lot of kids on bikes together, and it just warmed my heart. Oh, that's good. Uh, like actual bikes that they that they, bicycles that they own. Not not the city ones that they can just like no, ride. No, yeah, like actual bicycles. Wow. It warmed my heart. Hmm, that's something I haven't seen in a long, long time. I, I would love to. And one of my goals, one of my life goals is to actually conquer the East Bay bike path. I did when I was like younger and it, mm-hmm. it won. Mm-hmm. So I need to do it. You're going to ride that bike path? It ain't gonna happen anytime soon, unfortunately, because we got bridges damn near collapse, ready to collapse. Oh yeah, freaking Rhode Island construction. No, did you you hear the latest development? Oh, what's that? They pretty much just need to do a new build a build a whole new bridge. Jesus. <laughs> so it's gonna be like basically bumper to bumper traffic for years to come. Yep. Yep, and knowing Rhode and East Providence is basically an island. Yeah, they are. My mom lives in East Providence. Oh, man. She didn't watch it. Like, and my girlfriend's mother works in East Providence, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, when it first shut down, mm-hmm. my mom didn't see Jasmine for like a week. Damn. Yeah, something coming from my mother? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Step, yo. There's a brand new comic book store. And, he was, and um, shout outs to the Black Nerd Book Club. Mm hmm. We was talking, you know, we was, ta- you know, talking about some things. He was like, yo, there's a comic book store that opened in East Providence. I'm like, oh, really? I want to go check them out see, you know, what kind of collectibles they got. Mm-hmm. So they, the first day that they opened was the day before the bridge shut down. I'm like, they was fucked. Oh, uh, I'd be so pissed if I was oh, there. Oh, my God. That was bad. Yeah. Uh, like, I, I remember, like, recently on when I when I was on Roberto's uh, Steambox podcast a few weeks ago mm-hmm. and I had to, and when I was driving to Warren, I, I was thinking to myself, oh shit, I, I gotta, I gotta brave this traffic going back. Fortunately, I got lucky because I, I, I got back early enough to avoid rush hour. Yeah. But, but going back, I was like, God, I could see how people get stuck oh, here. you did Highlander. Day. Yeah, Highlander Charter School. Okay. Yeah. So when I was coming back from Warren, from Highlander back to Providence, I was like, okay, I got lucky because it was like around two o'clock. Yeah. So it was just before rush hour because I can't imagine sitting there bumper to bumper for like an hour. But you just got lucky that day because sometimes, like, I remember, as a matter of fact, last week, yeah, middle of the day, it was like 1145, mm-hmm. bumper to bumper. <sighs> Jeez, that's ridiculous. Yo, they need to, yo. Fire everybody from the Rhode Island Department of Transportation. I, I don't know. Yeah, right. 
<laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a colossal. That's a colossal fuck up because like it's either going through there or the, I think the Henderson Bridge, which yeah. goes to Fox Point. But um, but that bridge is small. And I don't think it's meant for like heavy traffic. No, it's not like gonna that. be meant for like that. No. Yeah, and that's gonna jam yeah, up. Everybody's Fox. gonna go, and then everybody's gonna think. And here's the thing about that. Yeah. And this is what happened when the bridge shut down. Yeah. If you think that you was gonna go through East Providence taking some type of back road. Everybody thought the same thing. Exactly. Yeah. Unless unless you go take nope. take a roundabout way going all the way up to like deep in like Massachusetts. Nope. nope. Even then. Even then it was still backed up. The the by eleven o'clock mm. the traffic was seeping into Pawtucket. Wow. <laughs> the Newport Bridge was affected by that. And it's a whole nother direction. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yo, and, and knowing Rhode Island construction, it ain't gonna get done until like twenty thirty. Yeah, and that's 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 actually generous. <laughs> like Massachusetts, I'll say like they're efficient with their construction. When they say that they're gonna get something on time done, they they do it. Rhode Island, it's like eh, twenty thirty at the earliest, maybe twenty thirty four. Yeah, yeah, that sucks. Like, well, it looks like I'm never gonna go to time capsule in East Pro- in uh, Seekonk again. And that was my favorite time capsule too. That was my favorite time capsule. Yeah, they're, they're a good one. Yeah, because because I, I like the I, I like the arrangement of their um of of their shelving because they have like they they usually have more new issues of things. Yeah, because it's a because it's much more like it's a longer store. It's a yeah. bigger store. Yeah, whereas the one in Cranston is kind of hit or miss in terms of like what what's available. Yeah, but damn. Yep. Well, we'll see, Conk. And plus, with with Best Buy shutting out, shutting down their physical releases, it's been real. We'll pour some invisible liquor for y'all. That sucks. It does. Well, that was a good discussion. That was on many different <laughs> subjects. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was great. You know, walking walking down this memory lane. Uh, and, oh, and and there was one. Oh, there was one more store. Hit me. Since since I mentioned Seekonk, it's better be good. You remember Leechmere? Where, where where the target is now, Leechmere? Yeah. Oh man, that's I, that's 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 the one store where I where I tried out the Virtual Boy, and my eyes watered after three minutes, because the red and black like I was like, oh, what what am I looking at? You know what? That's another thing I want to do. I want to play a Virtual Boy now. Oh man, no, my eight year old eyes were that messed up. Let's see these damn near forty year old <laughs> The red and black, red and black attack. Yeah, Virtual Boy. Ugh. Nintendo tried. Yeah, yeah, but that 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 concept was not gonna last. But yeah, man, that was it was good. Uh, walking down this memory lane. Nostalgia uh, is a beautiful thing. Yeah, you know, you know, sometimes it is. Sometimes it is, you know, you know, there, there are times where, you know, it's, um, you know, you have certain walking down memory lane is a good thing, but sometimes it can be a little cynical, you know, sometimes there are movies or franchises that'll capitalize on fans' nostalgia because like, you know, Ooh, remember this actor who played your favorite superhero when you were seven? Well, they're back now and they're much older and it's like, Oh great. Okay, cool. You know, all right. You're taking a shot at the flash and I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, 
I mean, Michael, Michael Keaton didn't need to do all that. Hell, Michael Keaton doesn't need to do Beetlejuice 2, which is coming out this year. <sighs> Beetlejuice 2. Why? That's the question. As long as Jeffrey Jones ain't in it, I'll be all right. Yeah. You know, we'll just leave it at that. Just Google. Yeah, just Google. Google Jeffrey Jones, and you'll see why we're like, uh, let's not. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, that's that. That's it for our nostalgia trip uh, down all these all these uh, wonderful stores of years past. Uh, let us know uh, some other stores that uh, come to mind uh, from 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 decades past. Uh, Codex Prime Podcast at Gmail it's been a long time since I checked the G- the Codex Prime email, so I'll have to filter out all the all the spam emails. So hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we'll get some genuine messages there. Um, you can can you can catch our show uh, Facebook Live Tuesday nights eight p.m. ish Eastern, SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, uh, Google Play, Kid in Play, whatever you find <laughs> wherever you find podcasts, you can find our show. Boom. Pretty much, yeah. Oh, and Instagram at Codex Prime Podcast. Yes. And don't forget, Mr. Bird 1027 on Mixcloud. Yep. Do the film thing. Yep, that's right. We can listen to my latest episode on The Last Dragon. <laughs> yep. See, that proves I'm, I'm not a snob. Last Dragon is great. Did one. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. We, we, got, we got all. That's your, yeah, that's your one black friend. <laughs> Black films on the you do the film thing. <laughs> what are you talking about? Love Jones, Mississippi Masala, Eve's Bio. No, you didn't. No, you're right. You're right. You started like very. I think you only did like one white one. Uh, Mulholland Drive. Two. Mulholland Drive and um After Hours. Yeah. Okay. So so my next my next episode of Do the Film Thing is coming out this Sunday. It's going to cover The Mist, the 2007 horror film. Okay. Yep. So yeah. So yeah, that's 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 gonna be lit. You know? So uh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna make like the uh Buffalo Bills Super Bowl hopes and disappear. So with that um Tim Boys alone. <laughs> uh Aaron alone. Yeah, uh because y'all don't deserve greatness. So with that Damn, uh, what they do to you <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh man. It, 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 say that about New England, but I mean Nobody else really deserves that type of hate. It's not hate. I'm, I'm, it's just fun to rag on a team that's been perpetual bridesmaids. You know, you know they 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 can make it to the dance, but they can't get anybody to dance with them. You know. Oh. But uh, but yeah, with with that, uh, uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for listening. Uh, tune in next week, same Codex time, same Codex channel, and uh, you can catch us pretty soon on Roadie Radio on the Roadie Radio yeah, podcast. We'll be, star- we'll be uh, a guest this uh, this Thursday, so yes. hopefully it'll be out real soon. All right, yeah. So uh, with that, um, we're gonna make like CM Punk's tricep and tear out of here. So with that, we will catch you on the flip. Peace out, nerds. Wait. <laughs>